Hello all, uh, welcome to another episode of Directive Stories and today we are joined uh, by Dustin. Um, Dustin, thank you so much for accepting our invite to be on this show. Um, so to begin with, uh, we all know that all the healthcare advertisements are going Hollywood and with consumers, patients and everybody being bombarded with the uh, advertisements in healthcare on their mobile phones or all the digital devices. Um, the lack of communication in the right way with the right kind of strategies is creating a huge void. So what plays a vital role in delivering health information um, to the needy or to the population um, who deserves the best kind of information all the time? We have to um, cast that in detail in this particular episode of Directive Stories. And we will also learn how should healthcare marketers adapt their strategies and which channels are best suited to effectively reaching their target audience. Uh, so let's let's find out more from Dustin because I did find through his animation or uh, as a production company, Dustin is an expert in healthcare marketing in B2B and also uh, let's explore how video marketing for healthcare can help you bridge that trust. Yeah. So, Raj. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Dustin. Could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So, my name is Dustin Schultz. I'm executive producer of a video content studio called The Union Productions. So, you can find more of our stuff at theunionproductions.com. And, like Raj said, one of our capabilities is animation. We do um, live action video content as well. And it all starts with strategy. So, when somebody engages a video production company or studio like us, what we found over the last 10 years of being a studio is that um, creatives like to jump right into the the fun of making and what's going to be beautiful and, and make it their baby, make it their pet project. And, and that's where I think even sometimes conflict is found. And it's just, it's just an unfortunate situation that I've observed happen. And so what we like to do is start with the idea of what, what does, what's needed for business, what's needed for um, creating brand uh, awareness in the proper way, what's gonna actually grow your company first? And is video the right thing to do? I'm not gonna say it's gonna be the best thing in all situations, right? Just because I'm a hammer doesn't mean everything's a nail. Uh, and so I think what video content does specifically within the healthcare space is we all know everyone is a potential client. Obviously, there's there's narrowing down into specialties, but but really at some point everyone needs healthcare. And so, like it, I liken it to a long sales cycle. You aren't going to hit most likely the potential client or the potential patient at the right exact moment that they need 
the uh, they need the, the specialty that you offer or they're in an emergency type situation. And so to be surrounding the uh, viewer, the potential uh, patient with a consistent awareness of what your brand is, who you are, develop a level of trust through consistently kind of being in their periphery is a really important thing in that moment of decision making when, you know, emotions are high or, you know, decisions need to be made. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much, Dustin. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, em emotions are always high because it's all story driven. Um, thank you, uh, Suresh from VFX Studios. We, we love all our post-production or everybody in the field of uh, um video making i would say so we love all our production people we love the team who works in the post-production because that's where the real magic happens thank you suresh for joining in so dustin um where did your journey for this visual not only visual effects but where did your journey for the love of video begin and if anybody is watching this live on linkedin or on facebook and youtube we're also streaming it to all the three platforms uh do share in your thoughts comments as to why do we love video and uh, put in the comment section as to uh, why we are wired to watching videos for over a decade since the idiot box of 1925 when it got uh, invented everybody's wired so uh, Dustin, um when did your love for video begin i know you have an amazing team uh, yeah. at uh, union so can you share about your childhood days for the love for the video sure yeah yeah I, you know for me my journey into production started started during college and uh really fell in love with just the visual visual medium and communicating that way you know if you compare video i think to any sort of other medium you're mixing uh uh audio you're mixing you know spoken word you're mixing typography at times you're mixing visual you're mixing music like there's so many mediums that come together and for me, the passion really began to evolve as we saw what it could do for different brands and the way that it could communicate their message and carry it in just a really unique way. You know, it, again, like you said, video is not a new thing, um, but it is the most digested thing right now by consumers. And I think it's, or we know, it's because nobody wants to read paragraphs online they're scrolling through their phone they're scrolling through social media you have a moment that. to hook them right yeah I nobody love wants that. to read. you put it i love that yeah nobody wants to uh just read boring scripts um yeah, yeah i'm sorry to interrupt your flow but uh, i love the way you put it amazing yeah yeah no so, it's, it's true so nobody likes the reading the boring scripts uh again um but again, when it comes to high production, we know the kind of advertisements uh, which run in the marketing world, um, yeah. be it the YouTube ads or the uh, skip ads, which are there, the rolling ads again. In terms of LinkedIn, uh, we know the LinkedIn Live, uh, which is again, I, I was pretty excited when LinkedIn Live was introduced. Yeah. Um, so right from college, you've been, um, um, doing videos, probably making videos, working uh, for the love of the entertainment, but also you want to deliver the information, you want to add value. 
that's another huge yeah. thing people say unless you are adding value in the 20 seconds 30 seconds or 60 seconds you're not going to uh, get huge traction uh, end of the day um, we are not making videos just to make them viral because uh, going virality is another ball game altogether uh, none of yeah. uh, the video creators or people in the production company would work on trying to make something viral if it goes viral well and good but uh, we all work on goals so what is your advice to people who are creating their videos with their smartphone because people can't afford high-end cameras worth ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars or what is your advice to people who are hanging out with their devices in the pandemic yeah yeah i would say a couple things to think about one i think each brand um each each healthcare company has content that should exist at all those different levels right ranging from high production value this is your this is your top of funnel this is your commercials this is your social ads things that really present you as um the the quality of the content reflects the quality of the service you're providing you know I, again i think you want to be properly positioned in the potential customer's mind in the potential patient's mind so that they actually have a level of trust already to before they come in um down to using content on with your phone right i, I think there's a place for all of it within the same brand and so say you're using your phone i would recommend doing very personal content with your phone be um be introducing your doctors have your doctors be doing um live sessions and interviews and here's where people get in trouble here's where people get in trouble using their phone is they try and do more with it than it's meant to do in the way of don't don't shoot your commercial on your phone but absolutely do a Facebook Live on your phone because the quality, that level of quality is totally accepted and totally um, totally expected, in fact. And so um, that's an area I think you can really um, do a lot of things with, with just content straight from your phone. Uh, what do you suggest uh, for people with limiting beliefs? Because uh, many people don't hit record uh, on their cell phones, be it healthcare executives or be it physicians or nurse practitioners. I see lots of uh, nurse practitioners on Instagram who does yeah. amazing content through their cell phone, be it TikTok videos, uh, yeah. be it YouTube stories or LinkedIn stories. Um, they do amazing content with their cell phone. Um, yeah. What about the people who has got the limiting set of beliefs uh, who doesn't hit record? Uh, what do you advise mm -hmm. to them? Yeah, I mean, I think you. I think Raji hit the nail on the head where you said it's it's a limiting set of beliefs. It's it's probably, you know, you you don't want to. It's it's not pointing a finger, but you need to develop a level of confidence that you are not faking it till you make it, and you get rid of the imposter syndrome of not knowing what you're talking about and believe in yourself. You are at the position and at the level that you are because you've earned it, and everybody else at, in your peer group is also at some level thinking that they're not good enough. So if you can understand that you bring value to the table, and, and here's, here's the other thing too, I think people think that to share something, they have to have this very kind of epiphany related big idea or something that hasn't been brought to the table before. 
What I find with most actually marketing is that it strays away from the bedrock foundation, clear, clean messaging that's required to actually communicate well. And, and so if you can actually bring people back to the basics with what you're sharing, that's one of the most valuable things that you can bring bring to the table i think when you when you're sharing from from that point of view when you're sharing from that standpoint awesome awesome uh again everything i would say comes through experience because we know yeah. that nothing comes just by reading books or right. um, by going through theory um suresh thank you for enjoying the conversation just you can uh, inbox me probably will bring you bring you live to ask a quick question um again uh, for dustin i know you're trying to engage so just just inbox me or uh, direct message me on linkedin i'll send you a link where you can join this live uh, because this is what uh, the storytelling is all about uh, again yeah. uh, now this is being an interview based um, a podcast show where we connect uh, at direct shifts normally we connect clinicians to employers uh, we have yeah. uh, hundred thousands of clinicians on our platform, uh, just like any other job board, be it LinkedIn jobs or be it Indeed. We do have uh, all these clinicians who are trying to fill in various positions in the healthcare sector, uh, be it locums uh, or be it uh, full-time, part-time, uh, trying to uh, beat moonlighting. They all wanted to fill in roles, but at the same time, some of them have their own private practice. Now, the yeah. real question is how do they promote their private practice? Uh, there are lots of therapists, counselors, psychologists who can't afford a high-end production company. If you are a hospital, great. You can uh, hire a production company for sure. Uh, any any production company where you can uh, get amazing codes of, again, 20,000, 30,000, or 50,000 US dollars, depending upon the kind of budget um, the production can be that uh, qualitative, I mean, um, there could be amazing quality, but the people who shoot on Apple phones, like I've seen lots of short films um, uh, where they shoot amazing content on the uh, on the Apple devices also, because most of the people in the healthcare sector, we got to know that they only use Apple devices. So the mm. kind of content which we are uh, going to deliver should be uh, matching their needs. That's what we got to know through our research. And another interesting fact, uh, I don't want to miss on this, Dustin, again, that's the reason I'm bringing up. On a landing page, if there is a video out there, be it a vertical video or a horizontal video, we found that most of these healthcare executives, particularly nurses, um, even if there are two or three videos on the landing page, um, they would scroll through the page, they go through all the content, or probably um, download the PDF or go through all the text, but they never clicked on the video. Uh, hmm. Any guesses why you would, uh, even if there are... Oh, I think you froze up, Raj. I don't know if you, you can uh, still hear me. Yeah, I mean, I, I can even, if, if we're still alive, I can dive into kind of answering that. I think it'd be interesting to see the statistics as to somebody who's not clicking on the video and what that means. Maybe can you still hear me, Dustin? Oh, yeah, now I can. Now I can. 
Oh, okay. So, okay, my kids are playing live. Uh, I have to ask them to cut down the Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, both the kids are busy on Roblox. I don't know if you heard about Roblox. I'll, I'll just ask them to uh, uh, cut down their live streaming games right now. But in the meanwhile, uh, could you share yeah. as to, okay, this is, they're, they're not hitting play on the videos because they mm -hmm. expected the videos to autoplay. Uh, because mm, okay. as they scroll through Instagram or um, you, uh, Facebook, most of these videos autoplay. So right. that after asking, after doing research, as in why most of them are not clicking on the play button of the videos, they said, we thought they would just play automatically. That's the reason uh, probably they'll be mm. in the mute. That's the reason we were not clicking them. That's, that's something which yeah. they mentioned. So uh, for people who doesn't have a marketing budget, what, what's your advice to them? As in many people, they say, when it comes to video productions, they say, no, we are short on budgets. We don't have enough money. What's your advice to them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think one thing is just gonna be a, an overall advice because, because video is just a method for communication. So before you actually get to that stage, you need to know an idea of what you're communicating, you know, as as a healthcare provider, and you know, maybe a, a clinician who has a, has a small practice, um, get clear on what your unique angle is, just to stand out in the marketplace in general. Because if you're going to come out and just share a very general message of, you know, come to me because I'm nearby, which is an angle, but it's not going to grow you ter terribly much, right? If you if you want your reach to expand geographically for people to come, you need to bring something unique to the table. So I would start there. Then step two, decide those mediums that you're going to be communicating through. And again, just because I do video, I'm not going to always recommend it. Um, there's, there's basically three worlds that you're going to be communicating through online. One is going to be text-based. And so if as a clinician, you're finding that you actually have a really strong writing ability to put together a few paragraphs, to get some content published, to share something um, editorially through local publications, lean into that strength and, and do that. Um, if you're able to talk on the fly, share content, get people to do interviews, then maybe lean into audio, podcasts, radio, video at that point. Now we know that when it comes to social video is still going to be pushing further because of algorithms. It's, ju it's just going to be favored. And so you will have a leg up there if you can find yourself feeling comfortable enough just to step out and do it. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of great people who can help you, I think, you know, say like a Gary Vaynerchuk or somebody like that, you can begin to digest some of their content to get an idea of how to actually, you know, maybe just believe in yourself enough just to hit live, right? Just to, just to start it and do it. Yeah, that's amazing. So for people, uh, let's go back to uh, uh, union productions, the union yeah. productions where you uh, ran uh, campaigns. So would you like to share some, let's, let's hit some videos from your, I did watch a couple of them from your social media handles. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this case study of uh, Bass Medical. Uh, probably would you like to talk about um, how um, you delivered value to that particular uh, healthcare company? Or probably yeah. can we speak about a few of the case studies where you helped them in the past through um, doing uh, amazing content, be it animation or be it visual effects? 
Yeah, absolutely. No, I think I think that can't. Why don't you open that? We're we're there right now. That's yeah. great. Um, Bass is a, is a you know sh shout out to them in the Bay Area. Uh, you know, specialty provider of all kinds of different uh, services, and especially within within the surgery world. And um, this is from you can see the video living right there on their homepage. And you know, if if whoever's listening right now can picture their own homepage of their website and imagine if there was something simple enough to digest of just clicking and you know within 30 seconds to a minute there's actually a full understanding of what uh what your services are and also like i said the music and tone that's going to convey your personality um you know in just a whole lot more through through that rather than having or hoping that people are going to scroll through um i believe it's 70 percent uh, of, of websites with video are substantially more sticky that someone's going to hold and actually watch for the and be, be on your site for a couple minutes. And so having con that uh, content, there's going to enhance your overall site. So with, with Bath specifically, um, when we were talking with them, one of the things that they wanted to communicate, um, they've been in the area for a long time. They had a lot of different providers, just some behind the scenes uh, of, of our actual production uh, our producer Jocelyn there, <laughs> holding what's probably an energy drink in the middle of a very long day. Um, and in yeah. one of the things that um, they really wanted to communicate was that they weren't just these kind of outside providers in the area, but they were people of the same community. They were your neighbors. They were your, uh, you know, the people you run into at the gym. And they had real lives and, and understood. And so there was a humanization aspect that we know develops trust. And so we shared these the, the stories of the clinicians um, staged out to be in their homes before heading to work that day. Um, this doctor here, we had pictured uh, getting together with, with his, his wife and grandkids and just sharing a pizza at the on the coffee table at home and so when you begin to position your people in full humanity in trust uh trust begins to develop to say you know what you're not just somebody who has a degree and is gonna kind of poke and prod at me and tell me what i should do from there but you have a whole life and you understand what it's like to take time out of your day to have to uh deal with a medical situation or uh you have other elements of life that we know our health affects everything. And so creating that holistic picture was one of the things we wanted to really do. And it resonated. Um, and I, I have two kind of cool st stories to share from that. One, obviously the, their website traffic immediately jumped by 20% within that first, within that first month. Uh, you can see the new, the new users there um, growing 22.5% within that first month. Um, and the other thing that I thought was pretty cool, a bit more of a personal story, we ran um, this spot via our friends over at Comcast in, in the Bay Area. Here's, here's one of the spots right here. Um, and when we uh, when we ran that, the the rep who was uh, our teammate on the project had her brother watching it, uh, saying, "Hey, it's going to run somewhere around this time during this show." And so. He he replied this. He said, "I almost missed this. I almost missed the commercial because I was expecting something for a local hospital, and the production looked so high level that I thought it was for some national brand. And so you can imagine if you put your own brand in the shoes of that kind of feedback to say, 
you know, maybe, maybe you're operating in the Southeast of the U S and you have a regional hospital chain or something like that. You're directing marketing or, or, um, you know, direct shifts. You're operating with folks all over and helping put clinicians placed within, within different uh, healthcare chains and employers. And the feedback was, I had the impression that you were here, but then I saw your video and like it elevated your brand in my mind. Um, and what that does, that brand elevation, I think creates a better experience for the patient when they come in, there's already a level of trust developed. Uh, I think the, the respect given to the, the, the provider, to the clinician, because there is a level of authority that's been established before you know, the patient comes in and begins to doubt decisions and says, oh, I don't know if I need that blood work that you're suggesting, right? It, it begins to, to seep into all different aspects of, of healthcare. It, the, just that one impression uh, before the person arrives. I think it's just a really interesting thing. Thank you, Dustin. So how did you guys team up? I know when it comes to uh, getting high quality production out there delivered yeah. for the healthcare companies or be it all the hospitals or any private practice. Uh, many people lack resources. They don't know whom to talk. They do not have clarity. Uh, they don't know um, uh, what kind of connections can help. Uh, but one thing which everybody um, overthinks is that, okay, if we hire somebody to deliver this job, they're going to bomb us with a huge bill. That's one misconception which everybody has got. Yeah, uh, yeah. How did you guys team up? Like you guys are college mates or um, um, the kind of team I mean, which is right here. Uh, I yeah. know it's very creative team. So could you speak about um, in terms of what should a healthcare executive, what should a hospital look into when it comes to high quality production? Yeah, it, it would be yeah, I think, both I questions. Think yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I would, you know, ironically, yes, actually Stephen Fiore, who's, uh, you see me on the far right there and then, then the second to right in, in that photo sequence, yeah. Stephen Fiore and I did actually go to college together. And so we began working, uh, you know, we both ended up doing different things before the union launched. Uh, and, you know, I worked at CPS for a little bit and then Fox for a little while. And then with a, with a boutique production, uh, studio, um, you know, really kind of stepping into the commercial world there. Um, and the rest of our team has been built. Now, important for people to understand in the production world, we operate um, very much like um, almost like a lo locum tenens uh, a style where there's a lot of freelancers. There's lots of pools of freelancers that we pull from for temporary projects. And so what we do in a lot of studios who want to approach things strategically do is that we start with you know, referrals and recommendations and, and getting people into freelance. And then once they're, if they align with our thinking and our approach and our, um, you know, benefit of the business first mindset rather than creativity of production has to be the number one thing. If, if that's truly uh, their mindset, then we realize that they're a good teammate that could be, you know, onboarded onto our, onto our staff and team. Um, and then how we actually, I think that the other question was kind of how you begin an engagement, how you would start right, a, a video. So, right, is that, that's, I think that's a good place to go anyway. The, um, the, the way a lot of companies approach things is um, they believe that they need a video. And 
it's actually kind of inaccurate, but it doesn't make your budget larger. And so let me explain the difference or let me explain kind of what I'm sharing. So basically if, um, if you go out and you create a, a singular piece of content, that's great for a commercial. That's something that can be shared and it has like a, a certain, certain legs to it. But the reality is that in social and in the digital space, constant content is needed. I, I would imagine there's marketing directors on here, social media marketers on here who are yeah. thinking like, yes, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel constantly. Like I need more, I need more. Yeah. And so it, it's this idea of, well, once I kind of start and I do that $50,000 production, I have this one video to work with. But here's here's the difference. So I, I kind of compare it to a contractor building a house. And, and there's a there's an interesting contrast. So when you come out and you you really want to plan, you want to build that house strategically to do what it's meant to do. You want the it, it to you want to live in it the ways you want to live in it. You want the bells and whistles. You want it to look a certain way from from the road. And so maybe this is kind of your flagship piece of video. But unlike building a house, there's not a limited amount of materials when it comes to actually the creation. So when you use a board once in a house, you can't reuse it again. But when you use yeah. a video clip inside a greater video, you can reuse it, recut it, put different music underneath it, rearrange. And what we say is there's there's so much content that's left on the cutting room floor was the old term. And there's we what we do with our clients is we develop video content libraries. So often the the first engagement in, uh, involves you know a decent amount of filming. We're gonna we're gonna build yeah. you a suite of content, right? And then from there, I think Bass is a great example. We uh, I'm not gonna share exact numbers just for their privacy, but okay. we had we right we set out and we did about three. Uh, I think that first uh, campaign had four different films in it that had unique voices. They had unique purposes, and they were set out to achieve different things to speak to different audiences. And then about a month later, they came back to us and they said, well, we want to actually share something that focuses more on our technology. You know, let's let's start that process. And, and what could that look like? I'm, I'm imagining that they would have to start the whole thing over. And so instead of doing that and, and reapproaching from the very beginning, our team sat down and strategized and said, well, we actually have a decent amount of content that is for you. It's almost like your own it's it's your own content library. It's almost like your own stock library world, right? That you can pull from that showcases a lot of your your technology, and we can recut some different story to make it feel like a completely original piece. Showcase and highlight your technology, and we ended up being able to achieve that for one tenth. So for ten percent of the original budget to actually achieve the first component. So you begin to invest in your own library. And then you can pull pieces from that. You can pull stills. You can pull a five-second loop of one beautiful shot. That's an Instagram post right there. And we help we help guide brands in how to do that strategically. I love that. Uh, again, probably um, creating more value, uh, not only yeah. for the customer, again, uh, looking at patient-centric. In fact, all those small bites for Instagram stories or any, any other content, it could be used as a B-roll it could be used uh, for any other promotional purposes, not only the mainstream media, uh, mm -hmm. because yeah. when when we talk about video advertisements, people always think in terms of um, the television. Uh, 
but yeah. there are also lots of audience in various ads which can be run uh, definitely dustin uh, probably let's do more of this because yeah. this is a topic which is very close to my heart this is what i live for this is what i do for a living um yeah. let's do more of this though it's 30 minute had been um i mean every minute is golden but again yeah. <laughs> when it comes to video we we can speak for decades not just days not just right. for years we can speak for i would say centuries too um <laughs> we, because that's the kind of production world um, i mean uh, that's the kind yeah. of quality work which is involved there let's do more of a panel discussion let's bring in other influencers in the video be it linkedin live youtube or let's bring in other influencers let's do more of uh, quite often let's do more of this um I've, I've got another um, meeting scheduled to catch up, but end of the day, um, I, I've got one last question. Um, yeah. Uh, probably on the fun side, what what was your first job like? Paid job. Oh, man. Um, you know, I think I would say the biggest difference is so we had done it. It was for years ago. It, we hadn't even niched into healthcare yet, but it was for an HVAC company so heating and air and the biggest difference between then and now between a decade ago and now is that we went in just kind of finding things out as we went along in terms of process uh, and in terms of what story was to be told uh, and in terms of what the end result was going to be whereas now we start from the back and move to the front so where is this going to end up who's going to be there that it needs to speak to what does it need to say and we begin to build that framework before we shoot anything before we illustrate or animate anything to make sure that the end result is effective and exactly what we imagined it to be so i guess that's a long-winded way of saying now we plan then we just figured it out <laughs> Awesome. So <laughs> if we all know videos will make this world a better place, but um, as this is our standard podcast and we have got a few more minutes left, um, if you want to make this world a better place, mainly in the US healthcare space, yeah. what what would you do as in what would you advise to make this world a better place? Man, I think I think communication. And it, you know, maybe that's maybe that's some sort of thread that led me into media and communications and media. But I think whether it's interpersonal relationships, you know, husband and wife, um, friends, fam, like who, you know, whoever, I, communication is, is so key. Clearly communicating, saying what you mean and, and sharing something that's valuable, right? And so I think when it comes to the healthcare space, um, the communication, and I, I know, I, I get it. Clinicians are, they're Appointments are back to back to back. They have certain like you have quotas and certain amount of people you need to squeeze in it and this whole thing. But um, you know, I'm I'm a father and have two two little daughters. And when we met with our pediatrician, who's who's our you know provider um, and clinician, the way that she just takes time to listen and then communicates really clearly back is just so valuable. Um, and so. I think I think that I think that's it. If we could move a bit more to clear human communication, as opposed to um, just kind of, uh, I think on both ends it makes everyone happier, right? 
Awesome. Thank you. I, I love the way you put it again, uh, because um, miscommunication also leads to lots of fire between the employer and the employee. And um, with oh, yeah. the kind of uh, telework, uh, with the kind of tele everything for last uh, one year, since March of 2020 yeah. to now, uh, everybody in their home quarantines, working from their home offices, I guess miscommunication through chat is also leading to major problems. Not only, again, if the, if we communicate well, if a healthcare employer communicates well to their patients with the kind of service which they are uh, providing, I guess there could be magical things happening. Um, Dustin, thank you so much for joining this live. I'll stay in touch with you. Again, I'll share you the recordings. I'll send you the links. Awesome. And you can catch the snippets of this through our social media handles. Um, uh, there's so many things which we can talk. Probably we can do this monthly or quarterly. Uh, let's see uh, how we are yeah, going yeah. to line up because this being our first conversation. Let's let's take this forward and also see uh, if you could help few uh, the prospective clients in the uh, U.S. healthcare space because may, we mainly work only in the U.S. markets, but yeah. the there are tons of things to be done. There are millions of websites. Most of them do need the kind of service which uh, any production company offers, the kind of quality work. Only thing is they don't know whom to get in touch with. Probably they don't know the right kind of people. Or again, we need to communicate or um, the kind of services which we offer to uh, almost all the employers. Again, the many things which are involved because everything is uh, um, Everything goes through a cycle. It could be a roller coaster ride. And for all the listeners um, who tuned in live, thank you so much for joining us live. If you're watching the replay, do share your feedback. You can also uh, uh, catch this entire conversation on the Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. I'll share the links. And we'll have Dustin in the future too, or the Union Productions team um, on one of the panels because not only StreamYard, but we'll see if we all can connect live and do something great again for the building the community because uh, once we communicate what we need the main purpose um, if it is solved uh, i guess we can build bigger communities we can bring all the folks together so that uh, it would be a win-win for everyone and do you have any any other last things to share dustin any other um, last message no, I think I think one of the just the, the really important things that we always push and in whether it's whether you work with us or or someone else, it's really important to make sure that the video studio that you partner with is for thinking first as a marketer uh, and not just a uh, creative. And like I mentioned before, this idea of just making something into their baby uh, and, you know, maybe even being a diva about it at the end of the day, it's a whole situation to avoid. Uh, as opposed to if actually the the needs and the marketing and the in the, the the growth of of your institution is the first priority is the first goal, uh, then you're gonna end up with a much better process and a much better end result. Okay, great. So uh, so people can get in touch with you through uh, Union Productions or through your LinkedIn page, which yeah I'll share in the recordings or in the video description. Probably they'll have a strategy call or a discovery call. Let's see um, if we could spark some conversations going yeah. forward. Um, but thank you so much for your time, Dustin. And for all the viewers, thank you so much for listening to Directive Stories. Uh, we will talk to you soon again. This is your host, Raj. Take care. Thank you, Dustin. Bye-bye.